Oh, you know what? I'm going to plug in my microphone so that I come in a little clearer. Tell me if this makes a difference. I may be getting scammed. <laughs> Did it work? Shut up. Did it work? I don't notice any difference. All right. What about now? Oh. What about now? It changes? Does it change? Yeah, it's weird. I hate it. All right, cool. <laughs> Should I go back to my computer? No. This one is better? A little bit better? I think it's better. Okay. You know what? My screen, uh -oh. my laptop screen is disgusting. It's filthy. Yeah, I think that they just, they come that way when you buy them. Because yeah. mine is too, and it's definitely not my fault. I have a new t-shirt. I saw that on the Facebook. I love it. It's cool. It says water remembers. Oh. I know. Isn't that nice? That is nice. Yeah. And an old friend of mine, I mean, I haven't talked to him in a long time, so it's okay if he doesn't think that he's still my friend. But it was designed by a guy I went to college with named Sebastian. Nice. E-Barb. Sebastian E-Barb, who's a graphic designer. He's worked a lot of cool jobs. That is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. It's fun. It's we nice. should we should get a designer to make a logo for our podcast. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. Then I'm thinking we could, like we could have t shirts. Yeah. I'm thinking like like uh like an M16 with the words geometric <laughs> nucleus and like the background is just like red yes. and then there's like tire tracks going through it. Yes. Wouldn't that be rad? That would be rad. And then rad. anytime you look at it, it explodes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That's what just we need. Like, yeah. Yes. Like something like aliens versus predator type of mm -hmm. aesthetic. Yeah. That is yeah. my aesthetic, for sure. <laughs> I know right now I'm wearing, like, a grandma nightgown, but I also can appreciate tire tracks and M16s and whatever the fuck you're talking about. My back has been crazy itchy. Oh, my God, what is wrong with you? It's really annoying. Do you have ringworm? Everything is wrong with me. Do you have ringworm? It's my ringworm. Ooh. <laughs> Where's your dog? I want to see your dog. Bootleg, he's over here. Camera bootleg. I don't think he can hear me. He's like five feet away from me, but he's completely Aww. deaf at this point. He also, I was noticing today, he has really bad cataracts. Oh, no. Yeah, he does. Poor baby. Yeah, so he can't see very well, and he, like, falls down every time he tries to walk. Yeah. Yep. Because I took him to the vet, and they... Um, Gave him a teeth cleaning, but they put him down. I mean, like, not down. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> they gave him amnesia. They gave him amnesia. and uh, They so gave him he... amnesia? I don't think yeah. that's right either. Oh, Jesus. What is <laughs> My brain is done today. I am so toast. I was toast since the second I woke up this morning, but I've been increasingly toast throughout the day. 
Yeah. Anesthetic. They gave him like a general there we anesthetic. Go. There we go. So he went off to sleepy land. But they did it with like a needle in his leg. Mm-hmm. And um, he hadn't been able to walk right since. Aww. Yeah. Poor bootleg. I know. That is very sad. Mm. <sighs> okay, well, uh, this is the, the geometric nucleus. The geometric nucleus. Do 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 do. It's geometric. It is the nucleus. It's a lot of things, but we don't know what it is. Do 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 do. Woo! Oh, that was beautiful. The geometric nucleus. Nucleus, 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 <laughs> geometric, geometric, geometric. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. I've I've kind of been crying like for days. Mm, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Not I like, like not like in a bad way, but just like my emotions are like really heightened. Brimming. You're yeah. brimming with emotional stuff. I mean, that's yeah. that's like normal for me though, to be brimming yeah. with emotion. You know me. Oh, same here. Yeah, I definitely have. I have brims, mm-hmm. and I do. I brim. I you're, like to brim sometimes. You're brimming. It's something that you can control. Just kind of, it brims you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think about time and regrets, mm-hmm. mistakes that I've made. Yes, it's important to wallow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... <laughs> yeah, I like to wallow around. just sit and just like trudge through all of my missteps it's <laughs> my favorite thing to do oh, uh, just to sad bastard around yes yeah you got nothing better to do so exactly like what well, sorry for yourself and then uh realize <laughs> that you're at fault yeah and then go <laughs> out and ruin your own day that's what life is all about what alcohol is for I should be a life coach yeah exactly (laughs) get yourself down to the bar it doesn't matter if it's 10am 3pm anytime you got time on your hands just have a nice bloody mary exactly or, I and mean, remember whatever... that you did this to yourself. Yes, that's the most important thing. You did this. You are to blame. You are deeply flawed. Mm, yes. That's yes. the mantra. We all are. I we look in the are. mirror every day and I say that to myself. Yeah. You yeah, did yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's true, you know? It yeah. is. It's good. It's good to remember that we're mm. all to blame. Mm-hmm. 
but especially ourselves. Yes, for everything. Yeah, for for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I killed Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So I got that going for me. I think I feel like I said this last time. Did I say this in the previous episode? Did what? I mention that I killed Jesus? I have no idea. I don't remember. I posted the last episode on the internet and did not listen to it, so I have no idea what anyone no, said. No. That's how no. I like to do it. I don't want to edit. Yeah. I don't want to hear my recorded voice. I certainly don't want to hear your voice anymore oh, than I have to. I I want I so I have a volume available just right at hand. Okay. It's called Volevamo cambiare il mondo. Storia di avanguardia operaia a cura di Roberto Biorgio e Matteo Pucciarelli. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and what I'm going to do okay. for you and our <clears throat> lovely audience is I'm going to read through every name. Okay. Uh, of the contributors to this magnificent, and I do mean magnificent, it is an excellent anthology. What is it? Let me see it. It's about uh, the organization Avanguardia Operaia, which also known as Workers' Vanguard, which uh, emerged in Italy just ahead of the hot autumn in 1968 and formally dissolved in 1977. Okay. Let's so, do it. All right. So here are the names. Okay. <clears throat> Giovanna Moruzzi, Roberto Biorcio, e Matteo Pucciarelli. Those are you the already editors. said those. That's... Yeah, those are the editors. And then we got Roberto Biorcio. Mm -hmm. He writes the essay, I Movimenti, La Nuova Sinistra e Avanguardia Obraia. Okay. This is America. We speak English here, okay? All right. No, nope. the next one is for you, oh. okay? It's a little Franco... Galamida, okay. which is close to calm the fuck down and let me read these names. Hey, <laughs> I will not calm down, Shasta. I will calm up. Okay. I will calm up. What is that from? That I said that to Alex H. Because <laughs> somebody in the in the bark office told me to calm down, and then I went out to my car and just started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I will not calm down. I will calm up your ass. <laughs> I love Alex H. Alex H is a great person. Oh my God. Alex H is one of the best people. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, they don't make them like that anymore. Fuck no. Okay. Are you, are you. Society these days. Was that, that was, that was before I. I think I remember hearing about that, and then I just started screaming every time that we went outside. What? You don't remember that? When, no. Whenever we would be, like, leaving the bark office or something, I would yell, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Wow. Maybe I blocked That's it out. I blocked out a lot of those things because bark turned into a... Shit show. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. All right. Continue your reading, please. Okay. Marco Paolini. Mm -hmm. Grazia. Grazia Longioni. Mm -hmm. Claudio 
Madricardo. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Madricardo. Yeah. Well done, Claudio. Well done. Ah, this one's going to hit right. Okay. Vincenzo Vita. Ooh, that is a yeah. good one. That's a That's really good, a good one. one. That's such a good one. I love that one. This one's pretty good. Paolo Migiano. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alberto Madricardo. Alberto? Yeah, there's an Alberto in there. Oh. All right, that's it. That's what you got. Those are all <laughs> the people? This is good, right? All the contributors? Those were really good. Thank you. Yeah. Volevamo cambiare il mondo. The history of Avanguardia Operaia. An often overlooked and underappreciated organization, which was involved in some of the pivotal events of the 1970s in Italy. Mm -hmm. So, having said that, what else is new? I smell terrible. Oh, God. I am, you know, perpetually disgusting smelling. Oh, I know. Yeah, That's why I, I knew you'd, you'd appreciate and understand my predicament. I smell like a walking, smelly, stinky sock that's been cried into. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't put on deodorant today, and I'm still in my nightgown, and I've just been like this, like a hot mess all day, sweating and stinking. <laughs> you know nice. how it goes. <laughs> oh, I certainly do. <laughs> I certainly do. It's it's good. So, um, yeah. I've had some uh, difficult talks with people lately. A lot of emotions, a lot of things going on. But it, it's good, you know? Would you like to share? Well, some of it I can't share because it's about other people, and that's rude. Um, Is it about Kalila? No, we can talk Is about, about Kalila, Nori? though. Who? Is it Nori? Nori? Do you want to talk about Nori? No, I was just wondering. Oh my god, I smell her. like hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about Nori, Jesus. <clears throat> well, good, because she probably also smells like hot dogs. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Kalila, on the other hand, probably smells like an angel. Um, oh, God. Come on. Next subject. What? No, I wanted to hear about your personal life. Tell me. Oh, my personal life. Okay. Um, uh, I have a crush on somebody. Who is it? His name's Bob. Bob, where's he from? Virginia. What's he, is he is he in Oregon now? No. Is he in Virginia? He's in Portsmouth, Virginia. What kind of weird, demented guy <laughs> continues to live in the place that he was from? I don't know. I can't answer that. For I can't speak for him. Um, but he's pretty great. And, um, that's, that's all I'm going to share about that at this time. Um, 
What? What's new with you? Crushes are hard and weird. Yeah. But it's yeah. exciting because it's new and he's awesome. And, um, you know, we, like, send each other songs and cute stuff. And it's very cute. That's just awful. And he uses Taylor Swift lyrics to flirt with me. Which is like the fastest way straight into my heart. So how long have you been a Swifty? Like fifteen years. Yeah, I thought that it went way back. For yes, you. yes. It, that it, their it, latest album is really fucking depressing, though. I don't think it's depressing. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh. there are certain songs. I mean, every single one of the songs makes me have big feelings. Yeah. Um, but some of them are like happy feelings. Really? Yeah. Uh, and maybe. some of them are like sad feelings. Mm, I I get more of the sad vibes from it. Maybe that's because you're just like a sad bastard though. Yeah, this is always the That's the probably issue with me. the yeah. situation that you're just you know, but yeah, there there's definitely like it's definitely an album that I would want to listen to on like a gray drizzly day. You mm. know, like just you kind yes. of get yes. cozy and you have the window the curtains open so you can see the rain coming down and it everything's just like gray and muted and maybe you're like drinking a hot beverage and you're just listening to Midnight's and maybe Leonard Cohen. Intermix. I can't stand Leonard Cohen. I really? like Taylor Taylor Swift is way better than Leonard Cohen. Well, I'm not arguing that, but there's like a couple Leonard Cohen songs that I think are really good, like Rainy Day songs. Not all of yeah. the songs, but there's a couple. I mean, he's not like I Elliot guess. Smith, who is just like perpetual Rainy Day music. Well, also, Elliot Smith is just better. Elliot Smith is a genius. That's also opinion. true. I don't think Leonard Cohen can hold a candle to Elliot Smith. It's just my opinion. No, I agree with that. But I'm I'm also not like a huge Nick Cave fan, and a lot oh, of people. Oh, I can't are, stand Nick Cave. A lot of people love Leonard Cohen. They love Nick Cave. I mean, I got nothing against Nick Cave or whatever, but I'm not like a big fan of his. I can't stand Nick Cave. I love Leonard Cohen. How are they not the same person? They're literally the same person. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. Anyway, Taylor Swift is better. Taylor Swift is way better. And I actually got concert, I I got tickets to her concert in Seattle. Whoa! Yeah, I don't know how I fucking did it, because so many people were not able to. Oh my god! The whole thing, like, crashed and was destroyed, and somehow I came out victorious with two tickets. So here's the thing (laughs) that happens, is that you are suffering for all of the people who didn't get the tickets, and that's why you've been kind of sad recently. It's because you've been, yeah. I'm taking on all of their heartbreak. Yeah, it's, it's true, yeah. Not that they wish that on you, but that's how it works. Well, right. I mean, it's like a collective human suffering. Exactly. They're zapping you. I can take it because I'm so (laughs) excited. Because in all these 15 years that I've been a Swifty, I've never seen her live. So. 
For real? Yeah. Because I either couldn't afford it or um, they just, they sold out too fast. You know, it just never worked out. But this time I was like, I'm going to get those fucking tickets. And I did. And they're probably terrible seats because I could not figure out how to choose where my seats were. And every time I would, like, try to choose, they'd be gone. So I was just like, okay, just whatever tickets I can get, I'm just, I'm getting them. I'm hypnotized by your, the sound of your clock. Oh. It's really loud. Also, really, this microphone is really sensitive. I actually, I really love, I love clocks. And mm -hmm. I love the sound of the pendulums. Mm hmm You would. Shh. <laughs> Want to hear that clock? It's a vintage strawberry shortcake clock. Wow. Yeah. It's from <clears throat> I don't remember where it's from. My mom did this like crazy road trip from like Kansas to Arizona. And on the way, she went to all these like antique stores and stuff and she brought me back this strawberry shortcake clock. That's rad. Yeah. So I don't I don't know exactly where it's from, but somewhere between Kansas and Phoenix. God, I hope it's not from Phoenix. Phoenix is kind of nice. I mean, if you compare it to like the terrible places, yeah. Like what? What's what's on the list of the terrible places? Give me your Baltimore. top five. Baltimore. Why yeah. Baltimore? Because it smells bad and I got food poisoning there and I will never forgive it. Jeez. I know. I also got food poisoning in Austin. But I don't, I'm not mad at Austin about that. Probably because I was in Austin for 10 days and that was like the only bad thing that happened. But I was in Baltimore for like one day and like everything bad happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's just your experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people love Baltimore and that's fine for them. I would say if I'm going to go five worst places in the U.S. that I've ever been. <clears throat> Ah, I'm going to have to start with Houston because I'm from Houston and I love Houston. Mm -hmm. But our growing up, our only source of pride was being the worst place in the world. <laughs> um, I hear it's nicer now, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's my number one. Okay. I guess I'll put Portland number two. Okay. Because the longer you live here, the more you realize 
that you shouldn't. And then the more you realize that, the more you understand that you have like a very like unreasonable love for the city. Okay, yes. I was born there. In Portland? In Portland, Oregon. I know. I know that. And, yeah, I have a lot of feelings about it. We're bad. It's a bad place. It is a, it's a bad place, and I feel like, politically, it just got worse. Oh, it's gotten terrible. And, uh, and, and everybody's right about us. You know, it really is. It's uh, the pit of despair and unkindness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we just are full of assholes. Devils. Mm-hmm. Devils. Who don't care about families. And we want to... I mean, it's not just that we want to run over your neighbor. It's that we want to burn <laughs> your house down. <laughs> we just don't like you. Yeah. You know? Not that we've ever met you, but we hate you. Yeah. Jordan Peterson's right about us. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that when Jordan Peterson thinks about Portland, he starts crying, too. Yeah. Yeah, he he is a guy who, who will just break down into tears. And, like, almost just, like, completely randomly. Which I can completely respect. That's the one thing about him. <laughs> Everything else about Jordan Peterson. I know, like, I was, was going to say. Shut the um, fuck up. Mm-hmm. You're such a liar. Like, you don't even know shit about anything that you're talking about. All this stuff is, like, stuff that we realized didn't make sense when we were all in high school. Like, right. Some of this stuff is, like, bullshit stuff that you went through a phase being interested in. And he just went ahead and made that his entire existence. <laughs> Mostly probably because he's a grifter and he realizes that everybody goes through that phase and he wants to be right there for them. Yes. Um, Yeah, total grifter, full of shit, absolute Mm -hmm. sort of piece of crap. But man, that guy can cry. And I can appreciate a good crier. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching men cry. That is for sure. Jordan Peterson, go fuck yourself, but I hope you do keep crying. Yeah, please keep crying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so Houston and Portland, what's next? Um... I'm just thinking of nice places. I'm like Vancouver or Spokane. Those places are nice. Um, Ooh, fuck. Oh, God. I just thought of a good one. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. Say it. Jesus Christ. I don't even remember the town, what the town is called, but all of West Texas except for El Paso can just fuck right off. Okay. Ah, as a Texan, I can say that, but Jesus Christ, there's nothing there except evangelicals and oil, mm-hmm. and it is just harsh. Lubbock? All right, Lubbock is going on my list. Right. Lubbock That's is fair. awful. I, um, I spent a couple... You know about Lubbock. I, yeah, I've been to Lubbock. Um, I spent a couple days, actually, in Idaloo, which is just right. outside of Lubbock. And um, that's where my cat ran away. 
and she was gone for like three hours and I just sat there and cried. Aww. And then she came back like nothing had ever happened. Like the <laughs> asshole that she is. And, What's up? Um, yeah, so that was my experience in Adelou near uh, Lubbock. But yeah, that, yeah. that whole part of Texas, it's just nothing. Talk about stinking. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, it smells over there in Lubbock. Because they have a big cattle rendering plant upwind. Or no, yes, upwind. So that, you know, the prevailing wind blows all that disgusting smelling cow carcass yeah. into into the uh, um, the city. So it just fucking stinks. It's very unpleasant. <laughs> it reeks. It reeks so bad. And uh, I would say the other one. So I'm on, I think I'm on... Four, right? No, so just three. Houston, Portland, no, Houston, and, Portland and all of East Texas and Lubbock. Because Lubbock is more in the panhandle of Texas. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah, so three out of four of mine so far are all in Texas. Okay. Um, and one of those is all of West Texas. So um, <laughs> anyway, um, I guess the fifth one would be most of Kansas. Because okay. most most of Kansas, <laughs> I'll give you Lawrence, because Lawrence, Kansas is a super sweet town. Yeah. But once you get east of Lawrence, Kansas, oh my God, it is, oh Jesus, it stinks so bad. It stinks like a giant <laughs> fart. It's so, so stinky. And you walk around and other people, everybody's walking around like there's nothing in the air and everything is normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why? I like get out of the bus that I was in and I'm like, oh God. And then I go in the, um, like I had to run into the the um, gas station and I come out. Or no, we were at like a Walmart or something. And I come out. And uh, I'm just seeing people walking around like there's there's no funny smell in the air. And then I gradually I realize, OK, I could kind of deal with it and like get acclimatized to where I'm not going to like vomit or anything. Mm-hmm. And I realize that's where most people are at. And I'm like, Jesus, get me out of Kansas. <laughs> OK, <clears throat> well, now we have the official list. <laughs> yeah. So I got that's my five. Okay. Um, I mean, I could probably rate, like, bus stations across the United States. Mm. All right, let's hear that. Do you, want the, do you want the worst or the best bus stations? I'm going to go with the best. Let's get the best ones. Okay, the best bus stations that I've been to. Um, let's see. I think the, the nicest one in terms of like how clean it was uh it was clean and it wasn't sketchy or scary um was in salt lake city oh that doesn't surprise me because you know people in salt lake city kind of have their shit together in a way that a lot of people don't yeah it's it's a beautiful city so their their bus station reflects that um and then the next one on the list, it's beautiful on the inside, but then I also almost got murdered on the outside. So it's kind of, you know, aesthetically it was a nice bus station. And this one was in um, St. Louis. Okay. Um, wow, St. Louis is number two? 
Well, the the inside of the bus station is really pretty, because it it's uh, like it was previously the train station, so it's like this really beautiful building inside. But then, like I went outside and some person tried to murder me. Um, with what? With a knife? I don't know what he had, but he tried really hard to get me into his car. <laughs> so, oh, shit. yeah, he tried real hard. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't want to get murdered in St. Louis or really anywhere. Um, let's see. I mean, I guess my my favorite bus station that I've ever been to is the Port Authority bus terminal in New York City. That's just, you know, like classic, mildly terrifying bus station, you know? Um, Wait, which one? The Port, Port Authority? Port Authority bus terminal. I love Port Authority. Yeah, yeah Port, Ath- Port Authority, you're right. That That is, that is one hell of a, like... Watch your bags at all times. Right. It is like the Wild West there. Like, it is crazy. And yeah. it's amazing. And it's like, there's so much going on constantly. And, um, yeah. What and then you got, uh, the funniest thing about Port Authority is the second you're outside, it's like, bam, Manhattan. And you're like in the middle of the yes. city. and like crazy outside like it's crazier outside of the bus station than it is inside of the bus station you're just like holy shit (laughs) there's like there's no filter from like the bus station to the outside you just walk through these doors and all of a sudden boom you know what i mean my mom is whispering at me but yes you're absolutely right like it's just there there's no there's no like segue from like one kind of madness to the next, you know, it's just, it's very intense. I love Port Authority. Okay. So that's three. Let's Mm. see. Let's see. Okay. Tacoma, Washington bus station. Um, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Tacoma, Washington. Um, I guess it's it's gotten better in recent years, um, <clears throat> but a few years ago, I guess maybe like 2010, maybe, 2009, I don't remember, um, I was up in uh, Seattle with my brother for Christmas and there was like this weird snowstorm that was like really bad. And um, I was supposed to come back down to Vancouver because I was flying out of Portland to get back to Maryland because I had to go to Costa Rica for school. And, um, you know, so like my, my original, I was supposed to take the train, but they like closed, they canceled all the trains. And then, um, like, they had canceled all the buses, but then Greyhound was like, fuck this, we're going. And so my brother had to, like, <laughs> drive me to the the Greyhound station in Tacoma, where the bus ended up being delayed by, like, eight hours or something. So it was, like, what? it was just packed in there, and it was, like, 
you know, I feel, I feel like bus stations are the places where you can experience either like the worst of humanity or the best of humanity, you know? And, yeah. and in this case, it really was like the best of humanity. Cause like we were all stuck there and we all, it was like, we all kind of banded together and like this guy went around and, um, you know, cause we'd been there for like five hours already, just sitting in this stupid bus station and um, there was a subway that was open, like, right next door. And so this guy went around, and he asked everybody what they wanted and, like, collected money and went next door to Subway and got everybody food and brought it back with their, nice. like, exact change. Wow. You know? Like, wow. yeah, it was amazing. And so we all just, like, hung out eating Subway, and we all, like, became best friends and... um and then finally the bus came and we all got on the bus and we got down like the next stop after Tacoma going south is Olympia and um the bus uh got stuck on some ice like getting into the Olympia bus station and like everybody not everybody but a lot of people got off the bus to help like push it off of the ice to get unstuck and um and it finally it got unstuck and we were on the road and everybody got back on the bus and we were all cheering like it was so exciting you know everybody was like on the same team and like cooperating in a way that people don't usually behave you know and that's it, awesome it was really an amazing experience so i i I have a, a fond place in my heart for the Tacoma Greyhound station and everybody that was stuck there that day. And we did eventually get all the way to Vancouver and onto Portland, so that was excellent. That is um, excellent. And then, um, I guess for my, my fifth favorite bus station in the United States, I'm going to say Washington, D.C., Okay. Yeah, I've spent a I spent a lot of time in that bus station, um, and I've spent a lot of time in the in the train station in DC as well, and they're both pretty great, just like comfortable, safe. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Not like the Baltimore bus station where <laughs> I also was pretty sure I was going to be murdered. Um, well, is that then, the Is that the worst one? The worst, no, the sketchiest bus station that I have ever been to was in Fargo, North Dakota. For real? Yeah. Wow. It was. Up to its name. It was really For sketchy, and um, another one that I was not too keen on was Sacramento, California. Hmm. Okay. Um. <clears throat> oh, let's see, Atlanta, also not great. Um, mm. I mean, most bus stations are just kind of like blah, just whatever. Like they're not really good or bad. They're just places where, you know, you're like, you're transitioning through life, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so they're just kind of just neutral zones, you know? Mm. Um, but you know, there are a few that, that stand out as being excellent or terrible. Um, 
Yeah, I think those are those are the bad ones I can think of. I'm I was also really impressed. I'm also I'm always impressed with the the Los Angeles bus station. Because oh, I love the Los Angeles. Uh, the Los Angeles train station is really beautiful. Oh, yes. I don't know if it's the same. It's not, but yeah, the train station in LA is beautiful. The bus station, I wouldn't call it beautiful necessarily, but it was like nicer and cleaner than I expected it to be and really efficient because <laughs> it's like crowded all the time, but it's not like chaotic, you know? Mm -hmm. So those yeah. are those are my my bus station ratings. <laughs> <sighs> I've I been like to a lot things. of bus stations. <laughs> mm. I freaking have probably been to more airports than I have bus stations, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's probably close because I've been to a lot of bus stations in random ass areas where I was hitchhiking, right? And and like I just had to get a bus. Like, uh, like one area, like outside of Austin, I hitchhiked outside of Austin after visiting my friend and, uh, this one like guy in a truck came and picked me up and he was like really, really sketchy. And then he first, he took me to his like house in the middle of the like fucking nowhere mm -hmm. west of, west of Austin, which was really creepy to me. And I thought he was going to try something cause he kept on making like really gross conversation that I didn't want to talk about. Um, yeah. so I was really uncomfortable the whole time and I, in his house, like way off the freeway off some dirt road. Oh, God. So I thought he was going to murder me. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't. I am too. <laughs> I'm really surprised he didn't. He, um, Oh my God. Yeah. He ended up, he ended up uh, taking me to a uh, a bus station nearby and buying me a ticket, even though I was like, don't buy me a ticket. And then he was like, if you want to get dinner, I'll buy you dinner, too, at the Chinese restaurant across the street. And I'm mm -hmm. like, thanks for telling me. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, so, yeah, that was one of the more anxious I've been to catch a bus mm -hmm. in my life. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Other bus stations, I don't know. Port Authority is pretty much my go-to. Whenever I think of a bus station, I think of Port Authority. Oh, yeah. I just, love the Port Authority. It's just a universal model of how a bus station can be completely dysfunctional and yet actually work mm -hmm. really, really well. Yes, it's very efficient. I love uh, it. Yeah. What do you put? Do you prefer bus stations with more like outdoor space or bus stations that are more interior spaces? Um, I guess it depends on on where it is. Like, there are some bus stations that are in such bad parts of town that I don't want to go outside of them. I don't For feel sure. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there are some that are you know like salt lake city is a perfect example of like a very safe bus station mm, to go wander mm, around mm. um and um what was the other one um knoxville tennessee actually was mm. nice to walk around mm. um union station here is a little bit sketch yes yeah portland is not great um seattle's okay 
Seattle's just whatever. Yeah. Everything everything Portland's not great at, Seattle's just kind of whatever about it. <laughs> yes. Like, they're better than us, but it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I care about is that I get to go see Taylor Swift in Seattle in July. Yeah, that's great. I'm pretty excited. And I'm I'm probably taking Nori with me. Aww. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. I um last time I went to Seattle I accidentally paid more than a hundred dollars for some fucking crab legs and I almost shot myself. Why what? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Tell me everything. I, I totally missed the, they're like, here's, here, like, they have really good crab. And I'm like, oh, sure. you've got good crab here. And there was, like, some here that's, like, $20 and some here that's $30. And then there's, like, you can get a mix. And uh, it didn't have the price of the mix. And I was like, I'll just get the mix. It's probably between 20 and $30. Yeah. And it was, like, a fucking obscene amount of money. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was apparently they only had, like, in the mix, they only had, like, some, like, special crab that you can only get at this time of year or something like that. Wow. And so, yeah, and I can't fucking distinguish one crab from another no, crab. No, no. That's They're nonsense. all just crabs. Way above, that's way over my pay grade to be a fucking and sitting there dipping crabs in butter and being like, mm, <laughs> this one's especially good. <laughs> like, like washing it down with Coors. I feel like um, the, the lesson of washing it down, your $100 crab legs with Coors. <laughs> yes. Um, I think the lesson here is to not order things that don't have a price listed on the menu i know and i knew that going into this but i just didn't anticipate seattle was gonna fuck me like that oh seattle is always gonna fuck you like that okay like that's that's all that seattle wants to do is fuck you that is the thing yeah so oh lesson lesson relearned yes everybody listening all of our one listener rubes rubes from portland Please, Please remember, don't order things on the menu that don't have a price listed unless you ask what the price is and you're okay with paying it. Because it's usually going to be, like, insane. That was the stupidest I felt, like, I don't know. I felt so dumb. <laughs> I still feel I still feel really dumb. All right, be sure to wallow in that feeling. Yeah. Really, uh, spend a lot of time there, okay? All right. Yep. Very, Yes, I'm going to. please I'm do. Gonna, I'm gonna live it up um, in old Wallowtown. You know, whatever you do, here's my advice: whatever you do with this feeling, do not learn from it and then move on. Mm, okay, yeah. don't ever do that. I want you to just, just let fester it. in your mm. own stupidity. Okay. As yes. As long as possible. Yes. Just let it gradually grind me down into a bitter and resentful person. Yes. That's what I yeah. want for you. I want you to be just awful. Mm. All right. Well, <sighs> I'm going to go uh, make myself some dinner and okay. wallow and be awful. That to sounds people. excellent. I'm going to try to do something about my hot dog smell. And... I have to do like work and crap. Uh, yeah, I have to study for an exam. For my, um, my GIS class. Oh, yeah, GIS. Yeah, 
So I'm going to do that. Um, you know, probably eat food. I don't know. And then um, put this on the internet so people can listen and learn things. <laughs> Dr. Evil. Evil. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Going to put this on the internet so people can learn things. Mm. I'd prefer it if they didn't learn anything, actually. Right. That people can dwell in their own crapulence. Yep. I'm going to fester in my hot dog smell. Peterson. <sighs> yep. That's all I ever wanted was to make you cry. Um, oh god, that is offensive. Okay, I have to do something here. This is the worst. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you all for joining us. Yes, thanks <laughs> for listening. episode of... Geometric. Wait, nucleus. I didn't get to see your dog yet. We can't go. Oh, go He's get him. It's kind of cold. Hold on. <laughs> put, does he have a sweater? No. <sighs> okay. Oh, jeez. God. Oh. <gasps> Bootleg. Can you hear him? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Say something, bootleg. If <laughs> <laughs> I give him a nice hug, he'll, he'll groan a little bit. What a sweet boy. Alright, now we now we can say goodbye. I saw the dog. That's all I wanted. He's so cute. He's very cute. Put a sweater on him. I'm worried. He's like the best dog in the universe. <laughs> okay okay uh, all, right. all right bye shasta bye heather bye recording stopped